Welcome everyone to Just Crypto. My name is Vanessa. You can find me at Technology Poet on Twitter or right here on YouTube. Uh, so today we've got a fantastic uh, conversation that uh, you know I'm I'm been pretty concerned about since uh, it all came out. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Cardano, um, the recent comments from Charles Hoskinson, how they relate to the SEC action uh, that they just took against Kraken um, uh, and their their staking business. Uh, and we'll really kind of get into it. Uh, you know, I've yeah, I've got a lot to say. <laughs> As some of you uh, may know, I, I will be sharing a lot on this. Um, I do, before we get started, uh, you know, as, as always here, um, none of this is uh, financial advice. It's all just for education and entertainment purposes. Uh, please don't make any financial decisions based on what anyone on YouTube or social media says. Uh, usually a good way to get wrecked. <laughs> so don't get wrecked. Let's be unwrecked. Um, you know, I, I do also want to make this uh, conversation with the, the community. So, uh, you know, if you are here uh, live, in, live in chat, please say hi. We'd love to know who's here. Um, if I do know you and you would like to come on camera, uh, DM me on Twitter. Um, and if you can't DM, DM me on Twitter, I probably don't know you. So sorry about that. Uh, but if I do know you, DM me on Twitter. I'm very happy to have a conversation with someone who uh, wants to kind of pop in. Um, I know this is definitely just uh, my perspective and uh, other people have different perspectives and that's okay. That's why we have these conversations. That well, That's why we're a community, right? It's not a single dictator that gets to decide what everything happens. Um, we're all in this together. Uh, just a quick shout out to a few folks who are here. Uh, Sukarun, hey, great to have you. Great to uh, have you kind of watching the show. And um, Flame, sad day. Also great to have you, Corey. Good to see you joining. Uh, and Nams, hi, <laughs> welcome to the show. So uh, yeah. What's the story? What's going on? Let's start with a little bit of background. So a couple of days ago, the SEC and Gary Gensler um, essentially reached a settlement with, with Kraken. And the settlement went something like, hey, what Kraken's been doing with offering staking services to their customers, to their retail customers, uh, is an unregistered security that the, well, at least the SEC believes. Um, it's something that you shouldn't be doing. Um, Kraken opted not to fight it in court given you know, their financial position at the bottom of the bear market was, was kind of a, a struggling place for them to defend against a, a strong government agency. Uh, and they opted to settle. They paid $30 million. They agreed never to offer a staking services to retail customers again. And then Gary Gensler turned his eyes towards uh, Coinbase. Uh, Brian Armstrong, who is the CEO of Coinbase, uh, very emphatically said, uh, while Kraken may have uh, been an easy target for the SEC, uh, Coinbase is going to fight. He didn't say the easy target for the SEC part, <laughs> but uh, I think his intention was that you can't just knock down the entire crypto industry, uh, you, you know, one after another, um, and you know, think we'll we'll just roll over and and take it. So I think that's great from Brian's part. Uh, there's definitely been a, a strong discussion on crypto Twitter uh, about this particular action that the SEC has taken. Uh, there've been opinions on both sides. So there are some people uh, who who are saying, well, this is good for decentralization. You know, the video that Gary released uh, shows that he's uh, very much about decentralization. He's only concerned about people having custody of, of funds. Um, there were, there were other folks who was saying, yeah, this is actually good for crypto because it elevates the value prop. Uh, people were saying these uh, services you know, should be punished. They should have known the laws. Even came out that you know, apparently you can fill in a form and it would all just go away, which of course to me sounds absolutely ridiculous. Um, so there's definitely a debate on both sides. Uh, Charles Hoskinson uh, is one of those folks who kind of weighed into the debate uh, in an interesting 
uh, way. Now I do have the full YouTube video where he talked about it uh, linked down below. So I do encourage you to go ahead and watch it all for yourself because uh, you know we we'll, we'll all summarize and we look at different aspects of the video. Um, Charles is someone that I respect. I've uh, respected his views on a lot of things in crypto. He has been someone who's represented the entire crypto community in front of Congress and I think did a very good job kind of explaining the technology and, and helping them to understand uh, what good regulation would look like. So he's definitely, in my opinion, a good actor in this space and someone who well represents our community. Um, and so it was very disappointing for me to hear him say what he said. But rather than just kind of taking it from me, uh, let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and take a listen to what Charles has said. And want to just say hi to Accelerate Profits. Uh, yes, welcome. Hello, beautiful human beings. And Obi, I think he has a good point is that he should be representing the proof of stake industry, not the entire crypto industry. Obviously, there are uh, um, other consensus mechanisms outside of proof of stake, uh, Bitcoin and Monero being two that utilize proof of work in a very different fashion. So let's get to the video. I'm just going to play a short clip from it so you don't have to uh, listen to the whole thing. Um, this is the first time I'm trying to play sound through this. So if you cannot hear the video, please let me know. If you can hear, please let me know as well. Here's what Charles is saying regulatory nuances. So on the Cardano side, one of the discussions we've had for a while, and we just haven't had the time to write this up, but we'd like to do this maybe as a work product of the MBO, is writing a SIP to introduce the concept of a new stake pool certificate. Right now, when you want to be a stake pool operator, you register a stake pool certificate on chain, and that's that. And then people can delegate it to it, and these are push transactions meaning that as an SPO, you don't consent to them. They just come your way until you saturate. Well, you can introduce a concept of contingent staking. And basically, it's two-sided multi-sig. So how that would work is that if Alice wants to delegate to Bob's pool, Alice would send a transaction. It would be pending. And Bob, the stake pool operator, also has to sign that before they can broadcast that transaction as a legitimate delegation. Now, the idea is that there'd be a metadata payload and Alice would provide some information to Bob, like a did or something, for Bob to then feel comfortable. And then Bob would actually have records about Alice. But this changes a push non-consensual relationship to a, uh, a bilateral consensual relationship. I mean, both parties had to agree to it for it to work. Now, uh, this is not just for regulatory purposes. Okay, great. So he, he, you know, continues kind of on um, sharing a couple of use cases around this. Um, and I think, uh, you know, overall his, his uh, video as he led into it was, was very well done. He talked about, you know, the difference uh, among, you know, different types of, of staking, whether it's liquid or non-liquid custodial, non-custodial, whether slashing's involved, whether there's unbonding periods, which I think are all kind of good things, right? Uh, he, he did make some valid points around uh, regulatory and there being you know, some sense of custodial risk and perhaps information asymmetry when you're uh, using a staking service to stake rather than staking on your own. So you know, lots of good points in his video, but that particular clip that I paid, played uh, is one that I am personally uh, very concerned about. Um, so let's, let's break down uh, you know, what, is, what it means, what he was actually saying there. And you know, we're also just folks here who are you know, currently in the, the, the position of trying to interpret everything that he said, right? So I wouldn't take it all necessarily uh, as, as gospel. Um, I have some other stuff to share, but I'll, I'll share it a little bit from now. So basically what he's saying is that 
Potentially, there could be a SIP, uh, which is a Cardano improvement proposal, which is one of the ways that uh, regulators, uh, sorry, not regulators, that uh, the protocol itself can be upgraded and improved. Uh, there have been many SIPs that have gone through before that have, you know, helped bolster the chain. So what he's really saying is, conceivably, there, there could be an improvement proposal that uh, would allow some amount of metadata to be passed along when someone's staking, and that in order to accept the, you know, particular stake or the transaction, um, the stake pool operator uh, would be able to review some data. And, you know, along with that data, it could be pretty much anything, right? So it could be uh, what he was referring to as a digital ID of some sort that maybe has your, your location or is some kind of a provable way of, of knowing who you are. Um, it could be, you know, pretty much any other kind of metadata that goes uh, along in there. And this is where some of the concerns of mine start to pop up. Um, so essentially uh, allowing transactions to be conditional on the blockchain based on what is in the particular payload of that transaction. Now, uh, one of the reasons that I'm here in the crypto space is because uh, Web3 provides a decentralized environment that ensures a permissionless, uncensorable set of transactions. And building a set of financial operations on top of that, to allow a financial system to work independent of uh, any interference from uh, government entities, from private entities, it is a system that everyone can use, that everyone can rely on. And from my perspective, if we start to uh, build systems that are uh, conditional, we're actually breaking the core reason why crypto is useful at all. And if you imagine that um, someone could decide whether or not a transaction went through based on some information you sent them, uh, that's deeply, deeply concerning because now you're turning a permissioned, permissionless system into a permission system, uh, into a system where uh, various transactions people can decide whether or not they would like to have those transactions kind of appear in the blockchain or support those transactions. In the Ethereum community very recently, uh, there was um, some conversation around uh, the censoring of transactions that had gone through Tornado Cash, and even wallets were blocked, weren't able to off-ramp. Um, it turned out that the developer, one of the developers responsible for Tornado Cash, which is a protocol that helps preserve anonymity and privacy, uh, is still sitting in jail, um, still, I don't believe, has had a trial. Uh, and so there's very much on the Ethereum side, they were very, very concerned that, oh, what does this mean as far as the censoring of transactions? And there's charts you can see about what percentage of um, validators would be censoring transactions for OFAC, which is the uh, Office of Foreign Compliance, something, something, but you know, a government agency, basically censoring on behalf of a government agency. And rightly so, many in the Cardano community uh, kind of stood up and, and you know, pointed out Ethereum that the fact that you have this, this potential for censorship is deeply concerning. Um, and so I think that was a, was a good thing. Um, I see the comments have been going uh, kind of crazy here. So I do want to get to the comments as, as well. Um, Chris, uh, great to have you here. Uh, can't hang out for the commentary. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, I will talk a little bit more about not opposed to it if it means overall growth and acceptance in the space, because I think that's a deep challenge. Um, so Corinne has comments. If you do get a sec, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, pop them here, would love to get them. Obi-Wan says regulators will go after companies and centralized choke points. Self-custodial stake should not require KYC AML. And I 100% agree with uh, Obi. Uh, and that's 
part of what is being proposed by, by Charles, and again, it's just a video. It's not like he's written up a formal proposal. It's, it's not even like he's had a week to think about it. So give the man some grace here as well. But it, it sounds like what he's proposing is a system where even on the blockchain, the self-custodial staking would require KYC and ML could require it. The systems would support the ability to require it. Um, Chris says it's going to take quite a bit of discussion, I think, and implementation hasn't figured out yet. Um, so yeah, concerns are little to none until we see the CIP. Um, I think having a good, strong reaction to the initial proposal is important. Like there needs to be some level of signaling from the community that uh, what's okay, what's not okay. Um, and, and I think uh, this conversation we're having now and co other conversations that are happening on Twitter are, are definitely important. Um, Obi makes a great point comparing to the Bitcoin world where he says providing hash to a mining pool isn't treated th this way, right? It's, uh, it isn't treated as something that needs to be KYC'd, that needs to have all these conditions attached to it. And it shouldn't be, um, and similar to non-custodial staking. Um, so I want to get into a couple things that have been on Twitter, which has raised some concerns. So Monad, um, who I think is, is great with controversial takes, I really appreciate his uh, differences that he brings to the community in terms of his takes and thoughts on things, posted a poll where he said, would you use a blockchain that includes optional support for KYC in its core L1 protocol? 46.2% at the you know, current version of the poll, which has over 1,500 votes, said yes, they would. And this is the Cardano community, one that I have in the past lauded as being um, one of the, the, the purest plays in terms of decentralization, in terms of the ethos of crypto and the direction that we're going forward. And maybe not everyone fully understood the consequences of the question, but the fact that 46% of people were okay that KYC would be part of the protocol itself is deeply, deeply shocking to me. Um, and now there was a few comments that said, okay, well, it's, it's, it's only optional. Optional KYC is the same as having optional privacy. It means effectively everything will be done in a single direction. Um, everything at some point will become KYC because that will be the path of least resistance. Um, I, I think having something be optional uh, likely means that it's going to be used in the worst way. That's just how humans are. That's the adversarial nature uh, between uh, you know, nation states and, and necessarily the people in this context, uh, but also uh, in terms of folks who are trying to run a business and make a profit, they will follow the profit rather than the ethos. And I think there's a few communities uh, that are within the crypto world uh, where very much ethos is important and they have made uh, decisions over and over again to support their ethos. And this is a place where I, I look to the Bitcoin community with respect uh, because they have taken some very hard decisions to hew to the principles of Bitcoin and what it's providing. Uh, as you, you look towards, uh, you know, for example, the discussions around block size that happened many, many years ago, um, they had a particular vision and they stuck to it very strongly uh, rather than chasing the latest thing. So I think that is something that's that's important. Um, I have a couple other things that I want to share on the screen as well. Let's let's take a look through the comments as well, see if uh, anyone has any other thoughts here. Uh, Chris is saying um, he can see implementations where KYC is possible but not required, um, meaning a uh, stakepool operator may be required to have it, and they can. And it's stakepool operators that is not can remain decentralized. That's uh, very dangerous because then you start to bifurcate the set of stakepool operators into multiple worlds. 
and you have different stakepool operators that are uh, accepting different types of things. So what do you do? Do you route it to different stakepool operators? Do you have to build a whole meta system on top of it to ensure your transaction gets through? Um, are certain transactions going to be blacklisted because they went through certain stakepool operators? That, that's very, very concerning. Um, I think Enoch, you bring a good point here where SPOs within the US should consider contingency plans to relocate operations outside of the US. I am not a lawyer, so I don't know the legalities of doing that and still being a US-based person. Um, you know, it is true that Gary Gensler said uh, crypto staking has already been put on notice. I think he might have said the crypto industry in general, but um, yes, that is something to be concerned at. And harkening back to the discussion that we had with uh, Rick, who's another leader in the Cardano community, this is a place where you need to get involved and call your representatives, make noise, share with people, talk about it. Uh, you know, having this conversation open is extremely important for us to um, be able to have good regulation created. Uh, the, the politicians tend to do something and often it's the wrong thing, uh, but we have an opportunity to have our voice heard um, and it, it eventually adds up. So Karen said, so I think it's important to understand the context here of regulatory hostility towards SPOs. And the way that Sukran understands Charles' comments, it's an alternative to SPOs being basically outlawed in the US. Potentially. Potentially. Um, I, I, I think this is putting business objectives ahead of ethos. And I think it's also caving too quickly. Uh, it wasn't but two days uh, after the action from the ACC that we're already talking about amending at the protocol level uh, Cardano in a way that uh, is, is pretty damaging to the ethos of decentralization and permissionless blockchains. Um, so I think it's, it's raising the white flag far too soon to even start to be talking about how to meet certain demands uh, rather than talking about the ultimate effect on the ecosystem. Um, I can definitely see to Obi's point that there might be liquid staking companies like Lido and Stator, uh, which are just kind of decentralized versions of the staking services uh, and those being uh, a target as well. It definitely seems like it's something that's um, you know, probably on their agenda at some point. I guess they're gonna try and get around to all the easy targets and then they'll go after the harder targets. I think I've addressed the concern about it being optional. Um, I, I'm shocked as well, Obi. I can't believe the poll was that close. I, I can't believe that, you know, 700 people said, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, pump my bags. It's fine. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Look away in the other direction. Uh, but let's, let, let's kind of bring this up. There was another one that got me even more concerned. So this is, um, you know, again, not to uh, denigrate Pi in any way. Pi is a leader in the Cardano community, uh, very involved in Sunday Swap. They're doing great work there on, on the team. So, uh, you know, not, not a comment necessarily on, on him personally, but he did say something that I, I think is very, very concerning. Um, so contingent staking, which is the name for the proposal that Charles talked about, contingent staking is about more than KYC. It's about making delegation a mutually consensual relationship. I don't want someone with the N-word handle to profit off the stake pool AMRA operating. Freedom of association doesn't exist if SPOs are forced into associating. This is a terrible take. I have no other words but to say that this is the death of Cardano if we're going in that direction. Because you will always find something as a stake pool operator to be so upset about that you would not process transactions for. Now, maybe here we can come to consensus that, you know, having a particular ADA handle with those words in it might not be something that is appropriate and might be something you think, yeah, those people deserve to be censored. 
Very quickly, as we've already seen in the discourse, and we've seen with censorship on, on Twitter and other centralized entities, uh, this devolves into, I'm going to censor your transactions because you said a, a certain political thing, or your ADA handle has a political um, uh, tone to it. Or, you know, the database that I joined that, that tends to segment people by demographics and interests has you in the wrong interest category. And, 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 and while it might seem like many people can be on the right side of this, very quickly it could go wrong. So we could start to get um, SPOs censoring people based on their race or their sexual preference. We'll get them censoring based on politics. We could get them censoring based on previous transactions or dApps that they've inter uh, interacted with. Or, or for crying out loud, they, they could censor because you posted something positive about Ethereum and there's some maxi. So now we're at the point where we've got a balkanized set of stake pool operators and getting your transaction through is, is this exercise in virtue signaling and social credit score. Oh my God. <laughs> like how far we have come from a place where, um, you know, it's this permissionless, uncensorable system to you have something in your profile or say something we don't like. I'm going to censor your transactions and not let you stake with me and, and, and kind of benefit from the system. That's, uh, honestly, um, repugnant is the only word that I can think of. Uh, it goes against the ethos of freedom. It goes against what blockchain, in my opinion, should stand for. Um, and if Cardano were to go down this route, I think, you know, maybe some people's bags would pump. Uh, but uh, it definitely is not a, a thing that I think uh, I would want to participate in uh, anymore as, as a user of Cardano. And I'm a very prolific user. I spend a lot of time um, in the Cardano ecosystem using, the, using Cardano. Um, and if we go down the point of censoring people, um, preventing them from staking because they have, uh, you know, whatever, <laughs> some set of information attached to their profile, however it gets attached to their profile. Uh, and as you know from uh, Chainalytics, it's very easy to cross-reference uh, you know, transactions and wallet addresses uh, with things uh, like uh, real real-world identity. And then from real-world identity, it's very easy to span out to anything else. Um, so I, I'd love your reaction to it in chat or if you're watching this afterwards uh, in the comments. I'm going to go through a couple more comments and see what you know folks have to say. Uh, but I, I'm very strongly against any movement in this direction. Um, I'm not quite going to say Cardano is dead to me if they do that, but that's what I'm feeling right now. It's just, uh, you know, I've just had, sat with it for a couple of days. Uh, let's take a look at some of the comments that we have here. Um, Sukaran says, I kind of see SPOs like a business. Anyone can start one on a permissionless chain and anyone can choose to participate in that business, but others can't necessarily dictate how to run that business. Um, I feel like you're not permissionless at all if we're taking all sorts of permission decisions. Um, so I feel like it breaks the value prop of the entire chain by doing that. Um, so if SPOs want to run their business with KYC just to be legal in the US, I don't think they should be prevented from doing so by the protocol. Um, you know, I, I disagree that we should uh, allow SPOs to basically censor people based on any sort of information. Uh, Obi says the problem with crypto is people see it for the financial returns first through a fiat mindset, speculators versus builders for privacy and sovereignty that you can find in Bitcoin and Monero. I'm going to say this again slower because Obi has nailed it. The problem with crypto is people see it for the financial returns first through a fiat mindset. Speculators versus builders for privacy and sovereignty and that you would find in Bitcoin and Monero. This sums it up, honestly. It sums it up. Um, why are we here? Are, are we here just to get rich? I mean, 
we've all gotten poorer the last year. <laughs> so clearly that can't be the only reason, um, but it's, it's not interesting. The technology itself is not at all interesting if it doesn't provide some of that sovereignty, if it doesn't provide true ownership over, over your funds, if it doesn't give you that permissionless experience of interacting with others. I'm going on a bit of a rant here because I'm passionate about this. Uh, Bob the Builder says, uh, I guess it's a good thing that most of the TVL and Cardano definitely is not contingent on his take since it isn't on um, SS, I assume Sunday swap. Uh, but it is true. So here's another thing. Um, while Charles is definitely a strong figurehead and a strong voice in the Cardano community, he doesn't get to say uh, and dictate what happens. There are three entities that hold the multi-sig keys. So I think it's Emergo, the Cardano Foundation, and IOG hold the multi-sig keys to Cardano and the ability to make upgrades to the protocol. However, validators have been able to push back uh, on changes that they don't like. So there is definitely a balance of power there. Charles doesn't get to say, this is the way it is, and this is um, the uh, what's going to happen. So that that's a good thing. I think that's why we have decentralized systems. That's why they're working towards governance, is that we can all have a voice in it. It is the community. It's not just what Charles said, um, even though he has some very good takes and obviously very invested in the in entire ecosystem. Um, Ryan says, do you ever see Cardano flipping Ethereum by market cap in the future? Um, Honestly, not not really too interested. If 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 it did, that'd be great. But uh, if it did because both of them dropped to zero, that would not be great. Um, <laughs> Corey's trolling. I guess the Paula Ada handle uh, that could be a, another one where people are censoring you based on your uh, expressed potential political views. Um, and you know, just it's such a slippery slope. Uh, Nam says, I kind of see a point. I don't think contingent stake pools is a bad idea, but I wouldn't want it creeping into other areas of the protocol. Um, it's going to be inevitable when you open the door to censorship. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And we've seen that in centralized systems. We've seen that even with the US government, where we have a strong constitution around freedom of speech, that censorship creeps in. Uh, people do it for the common good or for safety or to protect people or whatever the reason is. Uh, people find a way to get further into that and it becomes a beast that you can no longer control. Uh, Chris says, I absolutely share those concerns around censorship. It's a slippery slope that can be entirely avoided by simply not doing it. Uh, he's just not sure it's possible to go without that option. Um, I would like us to go as far as we can without that option before giving up. Uh, this is the fight, ladies and gentlemen. This is the fight. This is why, we, uh, why we're here. This is... Um, uh, you know, if, if we're not willing to stand on some sort of principle, why, why are we even standing? Um, uh, Sir Curran, and please let me know if I'm pronouncing your, your handle wrong because I've, I've pronounced it multiple times. It says the um, stakeful operator to delegator relationship is mutually beneficial though. And SPOs have to compete for stake. If they censor, delegators should rightfully take their stake elsewhere. Um, I agree with this. I, I think, you know, in a, in a world where the, Cardano improvement proposal has passed and we do have censorship emerging, whether it's on KYC or anything else. Uh, one power that we do have as delegators, as stakers, is to be able to take our stake elsewhere. I know for 100%, if it gets to the point that it passes, um, uh, the, the single criteria I will have for a stake pool is, are they censoring anyone? If they're censoring anyone, if they're doing KYC, my stake will go elsewhere. Sorry, it's just the way it's going to be. And I will uh, loudly encourage everyone else to do the same because I think it's ex existential for Cardano as the ecosystem. Accelerate Profit says, SEC action not be as aggressive as we might suppose. 
careful that we don't overreact. Very good point. <laughs> right, we, we, we're here, we're building uh, solutions to a problem that hasn't yet even emerged. Uh, one thing I appreciate about uh, Charles is he's very much an engineer and a builder. Uh, and so he perceives a potential problem and he's looking for solutions to it. Now, I think that's that's great because it's it's obviously kind of driven the chain forward and it's, it's provided us with all sorts of interesting solutions. Um, but uh, this is, in the traditional tech world where you know it's good to have product management folks who say, is that actually a problem that's worth solving? And if it is, is it worth solving now? And, and having a hard conversation about that. Um, regulation could usher in broad adoption. Uh, pain is unavoidable. That, that, that is true as well. Um, or it could usher in broad adoption for a thing that's no different than the traditional banks right now. Um, so what's the... <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, point of it all? Uh, thank you, Sir Curran. Uh, <laughs> uh, Holy Macaroni says he agrees with uh, me and Accelerate. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, last call if you are kind of watching and would like to, uh, you know, have a discussion. If you disagree, I'm, you know, very much open to disagreements and counterpoints and would love to have an on-camera conversation. Um, if you're not here live and would still like to take me up on the offer, that's that's something that's possible. Um, let's keep having this conversation in the community. Keep voicing your concerns or your agreement um, either way um, on, on, on Twitter and various other destinations. Um, I think we get to shape this in some sense. We're part of the community, right? And the, the, the community has 3,000 stake pool operators. It's got uh, many hundreds of thousands and millions more uh, delegators, stakers uh, in the system. And, uh, you know, this is the place to have the conversation. Um, I've been involved in a lot of other chains like uh, Cosmos where uh, governance is a messy process because it's got humans involved in it. And that's okay and that's beautiful. Uh, and so I think the fact that we're disagreeing, the fact that we have uh, differing viewpoints on this particular perspective uh, is great. Um, and especially if we get a chance to talk through it and refine and sharpen the proposal going forward, I think that's that's an important part of it. So, Net, uh, you know, I put a, a pretty provocative thumbnail on this particular video, which said, "Our KYC and on-chain censorship coming to Cardano." Um, I think that's perhaps a little premature of a thing to be saying, uh, but I could definitely see if we keep walking down this path that that is a, a possibility, but we're still early. We're not yet on the path. So if you enjoy, this has been more of a rant than anything else. Thank you for indulging me, everyone. But if you enjoy conversations like this, digging into the blockchain, digging into different aspects of crypto, if you enjoy interviews with founders, uh, please, you know, do the like, do the subscribe. We'd, we'd really appreciate you. Um, I am pretty accessible on, on Twitter. So if you want to have a conversation there, uh, that's uh, th that's a good place to have a conversation, to ask any questions and follow up. Uh, Bob the Builder says, Ada Wells says, no, yes, he was very definite in his response to the poll. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't necessarily know whether he can sway a poll that doesn't have Cardano as an option in it, though, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but thank you all for being here. Thank you for following along and for everyone in chat. Um, if you have comments after the, the fact, whether you agree or you disagree, uh, please just drop them down below and we'll get a chance to continue the conversation. Um, I think this is going to be an important one. I don't think it's just something that will impact Cardano. Um, I think, as Charles mentioned, there's lots of different types of staking and delegation throughout the crypto ecosystem. And we're going to have to work through all of that and help to educate the, the regulators. And I think hopefully we can stand firm on our principles and kind of build a, a world that we are all happy to be in 5, 10, 20 years from now. Great. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you all later. Cheers.